Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one nourishing page of Talmud every day. And today's pages, Aruvin 26-27, begin discussing one of the most fundamental issues of the whole concept of Erev. For the Erev to actually really be a real thing for those joint courtyards to feel like they're extending your private domain out there into the world, well, you have to share something. You have to put something right in the center that proves that this is truly where you live writ large. And what may that thing be, you ask? Well, of course, it is food. The page today tells us as following. One may establish a joining of houses and courtyards, Eruv Chatzerot, in order to permit carrying on Shabbat in a courtyard shared by two or more houses. And one may establish a joining of Shabbat borders, Eruv Tchumin, in order to extend the distance one is permitted to walk on Shabbat. And similarly, one may merge courtyards in order to permit carrying in an alleyway shared by two or more courtyards. This may be done with all kinds of food except for salt and water, as they are not considered foods and therefore may not be used for these purposes. I actually really, really love that segment because it taught us, A, that food is literally the thing that glues us all together. And second of all, that we're not just looking for food. We're looking for food that's not just elemental, but rather food that's not just elemental like salt and water, but rather food that truly nourishes us, that truly brings us comfort. And when I think about a person who understands the connection between comfort and food, I think of our great producer and friend and scholar, Sarah Fredman Ader. Hello. Hello. Thank you for thinking of me. Well, I first became aware of you, our first interaction ever uh, before we became colleagues, before we became, I hope, friends, was I was at your place of work at the time and you had brought in tremendous, tremendous homemade black and white cookies, which A, I didn't know was a thing people could bake at home. But second of all, introduced me to the Fredman Ader code of baking extraordinarily complex goodies for pretty much every occasion in order to bring comfort and joy to the world. Tell me about this tradition. I have found that baking is uh, the simplest way to make friends and to form a community. I, you, When um, you came initially before we worked together, I was thinking, how can I impress Liel? How can I make him want to spend more time with me and eventually hire me? And uh, <laughs> the, the obvious answer to that was to make very complicated cookies. Well, you, you rock that. Cooking really is a communal endeavor for me. If I made a super fancy dessert and then it stayed in my house, no one would eat it. I would have one bite and then I would look at it. It was fun to make, but now what's happening? And uh, it really is an excuse to to do things that I love that you know is something I think I'm quite good at and then share it with people. So now I need examples. I need to see this working in practice. Tell me a story of a fantastic pastry and please do not spare the details. We're all hungry here. And what it did to actually foster the sense of community, much in the same way that the rabbis are talking about in today's stuff. Sure. Well, my daughter, um, months before her birthday, which was in July, requested a chocolate cake with strawberry filling. Now, I'm not just going to make a basic chocolate cake from a box and then slap some strawberry jam. And I had to also practice the cake to make sure it ended up perfectly. So what I did was I first made a triple layer chocolate cake. And I wasn't sure what kind of strawberry filling I wanted to use. So I made a jam and a 
gelée, sort of a, a, a disc. And I, um, I made this cake and then I brought it to three neighbors and had them all vote on which filling we thought was the best. And then after we had made a group decision, I then made the final cake, which of course first brought to her birthday party with family and friends and then brought the leftovers to more friends. So this one cake fed 30 people. Which not only is that, I think, some kind of modern day Jewish miracle, but also, correct me if I'm wrong, but very much meets the purpose of what the rabbis were talking about in the daf today of, of literally taking your own community, especially now in a time where you know, neighborly relations are, are kind of strained because of, of COVID-19, and making the neighborhood an extension of your private domain by sharing this food that brought all of your sustenance. Yeah, actually, um, every Shabbat, we, the first couple months of COVID were quite lonely. We were in our house alone. And um, as people started seeing each other outside, we have a family on our block that brings chairs to their front lawn. And we sit there. And then eventually we were staying there till 3 p.m. not having lunch. We decided to bring our own food. We don't share our food because of hygienic reasons, but we all bring our own food to the same table and join together. And it feels like a real community. An air of in the making. So tell us, what is the next big baking adventure? The friend whose house we eat at is having a birthday next week. And I'm trying to decide, maybe you can help me decide. She says she likes fruit. So I'm either going to make a roulade, like a Swiss roll filled with jam and whipped cream and topped with fruits, or a vanilla mousse cake with layers of jam in between. Uh, I haven't decided yet. Although these things take a couple days to make, so I should probably decide soon. And with that image, let us leave all of our hungry, hungry listeners. Sara Fredminator, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you, Leo. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.